Hey, everybody, it's Josh here. And I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening. Thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at game rage magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag, and to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage. From the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for listening. Welcome to the Game Rage Star Wars Podcast. Star Wars podcast, episode number three. About episode five. <laughs> I was just about to say, episode three, about episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, the I worst am, movie of all time. The one that won fun. two Oscars and two fucking Grammys for, yeah. I'm sure, John Williams shit. You're goddamn right. I don't think it started. Did a Star Wars movie ever win an Oscar? I think it did. Uh, yeah, I think the Empire Strikes Back won. I don't, I don't know what it won. It probably won for like some. Oh, you know what? Maybe yeah, maybe Revenge of the Sith won for something. Cinematography, probably. Or special oh, effects or some shit. Empire won. Strikes Back won two Oscars for something. It might be special effects. I think it was like that. Special effects. Like. No, I'm talking about like, did they ever win best like, movie of the year award? Man, dude, dude, I wouldn't be surprised nah. if they got best picture. Be okay, cool. so, so they've been nominated. All 11 live action films have been nominated for 37 Academy Awards. And they've won seven. What, what, what did Empire Strikes Back win? Let's look. Okay. Uh, both films were awarded 37 Academy Award. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi received special achievement awards for their visual effects. And Star Wars received a special achievement award for its alien creature and robot voices. Fuck. Okay, no. it says the original film was nominated. The best, the best Oscar, it looks like Star Wars has won his best original score. And that was John Williams. Yeah, that was all John Williams. And it was probably for Empire Strikes Back. Fourteen wins for Star Wars. Oh, wait, that's Saturn Awards. What is that? Why doesn't it tell? One Academy Award, five nominations. So, yeah, so oh, the music. Yeah. So we won an Academy Award for music, a Golden Flex. Globe for music, a BAFTA Award, six Grammys. Dude, he won six Grammys for fucking Star Wars. He should. I agree, man. Like that dude. I mean, dude. Oh, it's like, it's like only. Uh, 
What came out in 78? Was that New Hope or was that Empire? That was, because, uh, okay, New Hope, or New Hope was 74, and then I think 70, I don't know, 76, wait, was it 76? No, 76 was that, and then I think Empire was 80, and then 80. Well, it says 78 was when it was nominated for Best Picture. Star Wars 1? Was nominated. No, nominated. That was probably a new hope then. Because I think Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. Yeah, it was like 83, I think. All right, let's see. Huh. Alec was uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Damn. Wait. Didn't Gary Colt's dominate? Not Gary Colt. What was his name who directed the first new hope? No, that was Lucas, Lucas right? did, I think. Yeah. And then Irving Kirshner did uh, Empire, Strikes, Empire Strikes, Back. Strikes Back. But he directed... Uh... Hey, what did he do? He also directed The Worst Robocop. And the, <laughs> yeah. And the worst... <laughs> and the Jane Bond movie that only survived because nobody can hate um, Sean Connery. I mean, that is true. I mean, Sean Connery is fucking amazing. I mean, the only people that hate him are... Um, well, I don't want to say that on camera. <laughs> Empire... <laughs> Yeah, Ro- strikes Ro- back. Robocop 2. Robocop 2. The Robinating. The Robinating. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, back to the topic at hand. We're talking about uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, so I think we should... I know the people. I know people know the movie. Yeah, right. By now, at this point, yeah. but I feel we should still summarize it in yeah. as few sentences as possible. That's that's true. Now, Adam, since you uh, just recently looked up the whole plot to re- recall, <laughs> uh, please please give us what the, uh, the exact... Uh, very short definition or for sentences. At, for those at home, Adam just gave Josh the what the fuck you doing to me, man? Look. Uh, I'm glad you asked. No, here's the part where I walk out of the door. <laughs> uh, I thought you told me that because you wanted to say that on here. That's why I thought you no, said that. No, I was oh, asking right. because... because. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I, I did read the summary because I had a look. I'm like, okay. For me... I, I know episode four... Uh, we, we talked about four, right? Okay, so four ends with them destroying the Death Star. Four is just the Battle of Yavin. Like right. this is the pen. This is the ultimate moment between Rebel Lines. Yeah. But it's also the uh, uh, what's the word? The the setting point for the for all timelines. Because that's oh, the Battle of Yavin is what zero you, is always what's being used for the, the timelines in Star Wars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's the like, old Republic is ten thousand years. <laughs> BBY. Yeah. yeah. Battle it's again. considered the birth of Christ in the Star Wars yeah. universe. <laughs> I love that. I love that. The, yeah, it is BBY. Because, you know, when you look up the, when you go on Wikipedia and you're like, what the fuck is BBY? And then I you, mean, I thought it was Brazilian butt yeeting when yeah. I first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that, that makes total sense for the fucking Star Wars uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, man, you never know. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so I, uh, episode five. Isn't it also kind of funny that. The Wikipedia, like the end, all, the one that's the one that's more the most credible for Star Wars, is called Wikipedia. Oh yeah, that is true. The Wikipedia, like I've been my Wookie. Cool. <laughs> um, so okay, so then that's where we leave off. So this then, is three three years after the fact of Battle of Yavin, at least as far as I know. Right. The the movie. Yeah, it takes in story in story, in story three yeah. years. Yes. Yeah, it's three years after. So. This is the empire is trying to reposition itself as the leader. Well, they took down the Death Star, but they're they're not they're down and out, but they're not out. 
Uh, so they're kind of inconvenienced. Yeah, they're, yeah. I, I think they're, they're, them being inconvenienced is more accurate because not every there wasn't a whole shit ton of people knew about the Death Star even to begin. Yeah. They didn't really popularize it. Yeah, they tested it out and blew up a fucking Alderaan. Alderaan, yeah. But I mean, it, I don't think word had really spread that this was a fucking thing. Well, no, it did spread fast. Remember, because the Rebel Alliance used this to. Um, <clears throat> Uh, what should we call it? To show the evil of the Empire because of them blowing up Alderaan. Right, right. But then the rebels blew it up like three days later. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> they this blew happened, it up like super no, no. quick. It happened after. Okay, so after they yeah, blew yeah. Up the Death Star. That's what, that's what I'm saying. All right, so my question is: so I read the synopsis, but I don't remember exactly why they're on Hoth uh, to start the movie. Because it, it's cold. So, okay, so when... Yeah, because it's cold. So when they blew up the Death Star, right? Okay, yeah. so basically that was 9-11, okay? Yeah, yeah. In, in the Empire. In <laughs> yes. the Empire's eyes. So so after 9-11 happens, what then happens? You then go and you fucking destroy every sand hole that you can find where these terrorists <laughs> live, right? Okay, so that's what you do. So then the Empire essentially did the uh, same thing, and they got out all their B-2 stealth bombers, and they said, bitch, we're going to blow up your fucking country. And so they fucking went after everywhere that had rebels. They just cracked down the okay, cars. So then Hoth was like but the place. First, we will send the most incompetent, loudest droid we have to do self missions. But uh, so Hoth was so like Hoth the place. Was remote, One of, it was hidden. They and they well, remember, this wasn't remember, the first they place. Found, remember, right, yeah. they found the Rebel Alliance. Remember, they they sent the probes out. That's true, yeah. And then the guy even said, "Oh, it's a remote system. We don't have to waste our time there." Yeah, it wasn't okay. until Vader said. Bitch. Right, and, and they hadn't been on Hoth really even that long. It wasn't like they, after, as soon as episode four ended all, they went to Hoth and they'd been there for three years. Like, no, they, they hadn't really even been Remember there. the wires were hanging off the walls? Yeah, they'd like just set this shit up. Like, they had maybe gotten there like a few months, four months. They had been constantly moving around because the Empire was cracking down so hard that they couldn't stay in the same spot for really much time. So they, they could no longer pretend that they weren't a viable threat. Right. Yeah. So So then so that's why they ended up on Hoth as it being a remote frozen hellhole that nobody would live. There was no life on it. And they thought oh whatever and then they fucked up because they had those fucking uh what was it that energy core or whatever that was on the outside that that was the whole thing that they that that probe detected at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, so plot hole. Yeah. But like, so then Luke puts a power generator for your shield on the outside, outside the shield. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. So then, uh, then Luke Skywalker uh, scouts the probe in the fucking cave, and then he gets attacked by a wampa. He by, yeah, he gets attacked by a wampa. You actually get to see him like use the. Oh, okay, you get to see the force in in action as opposed to. I remember that scene pissed off Mark Hamill. Why? Uh, because the whole. Luke is a Jedi. He wouldn't harm an animal that wasn't evil. It was just there to eat. Because in the original script, they told him that he was just going to stun the thing and it was going to retreat back into its cave. Uh-huh. But instead, he pulled an Obi-Wan and cut his arm off. And I guess that's what pissed him off because he felt, like, he felt he that was out of character. Again, this, this, again, he went with it because... I'm getting paid. Right. The same way how he was in Last Jedi. He wasn't happy with the way the direction that the sequels were taking Luke, but he still did it because... Hey, dude, shut your fucking mouth and just get paid. No offense. <laughs> hey, like, man, you're an I actor. Yeah. You're an actor. No offense. Like, I, I love I love the fact that Mark Hamill can criticize after the fact um, well, and was, say all these things. Well, right. He was but criticizing there, Huh? He was doing it yeah. there. And... and- and listen, as somebody who... But, I mean, also with that same aspect, look at um, Henry Cavill, where he just got fired from The Witcher because of it. 
because he was interjecting too much. Well, yeah. And see, this is the thing. So as somebody, he was defending the source material, right? He was that was the problem with that. As an, as a side note, Henry Cavill was was defending the source material and saying this is straying too far. You guys are taking too many fucking liberties here with this shit. But you're also getting you're paid to do here. a job. So no, who, who's asking? Well, he's not that type of actor. Right. He's the type. He's, he's got. A, he's a different type of actor. He's a different type of cat when it comes to to being an actor. Like if he's gonna do some shit that's already existed, he's gonna he's gonna do it. That's as why intended, like me, right? he was. He's my I, favorite Superman. Oh I yeah, I think he's a lot of people's favorite think, Superman. Yeah, he's my favorite Superman not only because. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna go out tangent here, but everybody, my friends, all my friends know that I'm not the biggest fan of Superman. Neither am I. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fucking white, but he's fucking boring as shit. Yeah. But that's why I like about Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Cavill's Superman. It wasn't about him being too weak or like whatever. He was still a super fucking powerful being that he was. But it brought into question his whole. He was a Kryptonian, but he, it was him going through the aspects of his human emotions were the biggest aspect of him. And it, the struggle wasn't him being not strong enough to fight his adversary or, like you know, like say, like, or Batman, where it, his biggest problem was trying to find the Riddler. Or Green Lantern, he wasn't strong enough to fight off against Parallax. It was him dealing with the emotions of him being either a human or a Kryptonian. It was, I am, I am essentially God on Earth. Do I have the right to enforce my will? And that's what I like about Henry Cavill's. Oh God damn it! You said it right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I like about his Superman, and that's why I like them, because it it was more about the emotional aspect of him instead of. Well, let me just say here, just eat all these fucking bullets because that's so fucking interesting. <laughs> I mean, to Adam's point too, like I, I, I definitely agree with Adam about that to a certain extent. Now, if I, as somebody who I, I like, you know, writing things or whatever, so like if I have. I wrote something and I have some guy playing whatever a character that I wrote. If he wants to come to me with like, hey man, this is how I would maybe view this like scene or this line or whatever or something to that effect. Hey, cool. Like that's cool and all to like, you know, criticize, like let's do constructive criticism and maybe make this the best that it can be because a lot of times, you know, you're not thinking of everything as you're writing it on the page but at the same time it is true. Hey, bitch, you didn't write this shit so uh, just shut up and fucking act it. That same point though, it wasn't George Lucas telling him this. It wasn't. Right, that's true. Yeah, it that was is just true. some asshole that Disney hired that was trying to actively ruin Star Wars. <laughs> but what was the what was the specific scenario for that thing? The, for Star, for, the Empire Strikes Back, the Wampa dying. He he thought that it just wasn't. If Luke truly was following the path of the Jedi, he wouldn't. He wouldn't hold this animal. He wouldn't hold this animal against his actions because the animal wasn't evil. It was just defending itself or it's eating. It's eating. Yes, it, Luke was just. It's the next victim. Wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. So I get yet, yet he yet he single handedly killed millions of innocent fucking contractors and people that were working on the Death Star at the time that well, just he, happened he was, to be there. So that's well, okay. Are we talking about someone who read the first three pages of the Bible and is opposed to somebody who's now truly studying it? I don't think he really at that point. I don't think he really was that super. We literally the just Jedi saw lore. him strain his connection to the Force two seconds before that happened. He, his remember, if according to the old lore, mm-hmm. the closer, the stronger you are in your side, of your affinity of the Force, the more natural it comes to you. 
Right. So the fact that Luke was able, without training, or to his knowledge, no one has ever done that before. Do what? Pull, pull something to themselves. Oh, I see. So how did he know how to do that? Because his connection to the Force got strong enough to the where the Force was showing him. So that means he was more closer to the light side. But so then, okay, so then, like you're, you're saying that in, in episode four, when he killed the millions of people, the Force was guiding him. But who was truly guiding him? Obi Wan, the fucking war criminal. I mean, that's 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 a fair point, but. I would say I don't think Luke was technically really a Jedi at that point, nor was he really even following the teachings of said Jedi. Yeah, well, it's not until Yoda actually tells I mean, him. Yeah, Yoda really, and then he didn't even find those the texts according to the lore now until even after Return of the Jedi that he mm-hmm. didn't really find that that stuff. That is funny that so, he calls himself like a Jedi at one point. It's like, bro, you haven't even. I'm a Jedi. Fuck, you haven't even finished your teaching. Like my father before no, me. He was a Jedi then. When he when he, he just he, declares himself a fucking yeah, Jedi. Yeah, I mean, because he said I'm, so. I'm, like you know. No, I mean, that I was guess. he was truly. That was after Yoda. Oh, it's true because he did. Well, he that was episode six. <laughs> all, all all the flippings, all that uh, flipping he did on fucking uh, Dagobah, dude. Hey man, that it really taught off. him, right? It paid off, dude. That t- hey, that's how you be a Jedi. You gotta be swole and you gotta be uh, you gotta be fighting yourself in trees, yeah. right? Like that's that's what you gotta do. Well, anyways, uh, no, I, I I just wanted to take the what is it the dev. The, yeah, yeah, play the devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I agree that this but, wouldn't be interesting if we always agreed all the time. Yeah, you know? no. The, the, the Mark Holt, the Mark Hamill thing. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like interesting because it's like, sure, um, an actor is supposed to play a job, but like, do are they ever really in a position to have leverage to say like, you know, I'm playing this character, so I want to play them the way that I want to and say the lines. Well, I mean, because like, there's a basic script for like right. how they want to see things right but then yeah. it's like oh the more you read it it's like oh well i think the character should say this because i've been studying it or i've been around it and i know how this person thinks well, um to that point um there's this whole documentary about star wars that uh george lucas was talking about not just george lucas but i forgot what his name is he was one of the writers okay and um the guy was talking about how one of the biggest issues in the prequels for the prequels was the dialogue. And even I have to agree, it wasn't yeah. the best dialogue. And he said it was because in one, two, and three, the people who were playing them was hate there were no there were no names. Right. Essentially. Hating it was Hating Christian's first movies. It was Natalie Portman wasn't a household name yet. Well, she was in, I mean, she uh, was in a lot of. She, she had, was a professional. She, like she had been yeah, in other she was things. Other things, but she wasn't. Star Wars is what put her on the map. Let's be honest. I don't even know if you can say that. Like, I, there was, I, I feel like it because I never heard of her until Star Wars. But then I wasn't, and then I was. I mean, back in the nineties, I was. I was watching every movie that was coming out that I could get my hands on or go to the theaters, and I don't remember her from anything. Okay. Well, anyways. anyway, anyways, my yeah. point is, in, he was saying that the problem was that. In four, five, and six, Harry, uh, Harry Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher—they were established people. Carrie Fisher had the; um, her mother was a legendary actress in the time. Yeah, that's true. Mark Hamill—I don't know about him though. Mark, this was his breakout role, so that's what he's talking about. These are these. Were, he was talking, it, there wasn't a single time where Harrison Ford or Carrie or some of the other actors were like, "Hey, this sounds like shit. This is not gonna work. This isn't gonna work." And Lucas. To his credit, would always be okay. I see what you're saying because he he knew he wasn't great at writing dialogue. But it's the same. They're saying four, five, six people were telling him, "Hey, 
I'm not saying that. This is stupid. This is the wrong way of saying it. In episodes one, two, three, nobody was telling him that. Four, okay, so, uh, yeah, I, you might have a point because, you know, this, this is the same George Lucas that said that uh, in space, women don't wear bras. Uh, <laughs> so part of me felt like Carrie knew he was full of shit, but she also wanted this movie to succeed. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, episode six, uh, well, she's in that bikini. I mean, she, I mean, she wore a metal bra. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, we. He's like, I, I wonder what, like, I wonder what the like the pitch was to her. I mean, yeah, in episodes. She, was, she was, for lack of a better term, she was sexualized. Yeah, but it was an eighty movies, so she, she got the better end of the deal when it came to that. Type I mean, of really, shit. she did. I mean, she, she really did. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I wonder what like the conversation was like, you, like. Because, you know, episode six or whatever, it's like, okay, we need to fucking either make the same amount of money as fucking episode five right. or greater. So how are we going to do that? And he's like, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, man. Right, we, let's, let's have a quick talk. Right? Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to need you to just show some skin. <laughs> like, <laughs> I told you that they don't wear bras in, in, um, in space. They do. They do <laughs> on planets. But it's only when they're on planets and you really can't wear much else. All right? And it needs to be in a slavery. <laughs> so again, yeah. it makes sense for a slave to be forced to dress that way. Yeah. I mean, that's true. It, that, that does. Again, I'm not saying that he was right for it. But to his, but to be fair, she did kill one of the main villains of the fucking Star Wars franchise, which was what Jabba the Hutt. Uh, yeah, I mean that's big, true. Yeah, it's, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I mean it. it came, yeah, it came out even. I guess you could say, but uh, yeah. So episode, uh, Empire Strikes so Back. Okay, so so where do we leave off with the? We were talking about the Wampas here. and Mark Hamill yeah, and all that. Okay, so then nuts he goes there, kills the Wampa, whatever. Han finds him, or you know, tells him, "Oh God, this is you know this." Oh, and I thought they, I thought they stink on the outside. You know. What about like <laughs> that line? Han being, he was. He, it was totally unnecessary, but fucking badass at the same time. When he tells that guy that he'll see him in hell. <laughs> like the guy oh, was yeah, not being a dick to him. He's like, but if you go out there, you're gonna die. Then I'll see you in hell, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll see you in hell, you piece of shit. Okay, so I forgot what happens after this. So Luke obviously goes to Dagobah to to go right. find Yoda, mm-hmm. and uh, Yoda himself is already kind of hesitant. Everything out of Yoda's mouth is fucking gold. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it really it, it takes Obi Wan Kenobi's spirit to convince Yoda to train this son of a bitch, right? That just yeah. came, that showed up, and showed sh- up on his doorstep, and didn't even th- thought he was a nobody. Thought the the greatest Jedi Master, uh, arguably of all time, was just like some nobody. He just thought he was an asshole. He's like, oh, so where's this this great Master Yoda? And he's like, mm, I'll show him to you. I will. Hmm. And then just, <laughs> you know, he's stealing his food and he's fucking with him and he's he's just testing him. He's testing him, and Luke is failing every single. Single test that he's giving him. And it was then, also funny that R two didn't even like. No, he didn't even say. Yeah, he like, could he could have been like, oh, I know who this is. Like you know, because R two knows who Yoda is. He joined in on. <laughs> Wait, he, 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 he so C three PO had his memory wiped, right? Yeah, but R two right, never R2 did. did. Okay, yeah. R two is like the OG of like he knows everything. R two knows all the secrets. Yeah, but all, 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 all Anakin technically committed treason by not doing a but, memory wipe on R two D two. Technically, mm. yeah, technically he did. Okay, so uh, so that sets up that part, and then you have uh, then you have Han Solo and Leia getting captured on Bespin or the Cloud City in Bespin right. by Vader and Boba Fett. So Bo- Boba black, Fett, the only black man in the universe. Boba Fett. So yeah, so Leia, Wookie, Wookie man. Um, that must have been a 
like a haunting experience. The only female in all the Star, one of the only two females in Star Wars, and the only black in the entire universe on the same city. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Han Solo, Leia. Wookiee Man, uh, R2, and C3PO. Or actually, no, not... Well, yeah, C3PO end up on Bespin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Lando fucking betrays them. And o- Bo- Boba Fett is doing Job of the Hutt's bounty to capture Han Solo and Vader's after Leia, obviously. Oh, you can't forget about the space the space worm fucking... Space worm? ...scene. Oh, the from the, the minefields? Yeah, remember when they... Or that the, 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 the Astro Fields? Yeah, Fields in there. They, you, they almost get eaten by the, going the thing, and the Minox are in there. It's like... Rah, 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 and then he <laughs> shoots... He, he fucking... <laughs> he just pulls out his gun, and he shoots the... Floor. It was Leia that shot the... Was it Leia or was it... No, Leia? Leia shot at the fucking... At the Minox, and then he and was like, wait a minute. And then moving. he just pulls out his gun and just shoots the floor. And he's like, oh, wait, <laughs> this shit's yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. This thing might be alive. Let me shoot it. <laughs> yeah, let me shoot, let me shoot it to let find out. Let me check out. a third time. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did that in uh, the Family Guy special. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> something isn't right. <laughs> Just something. <laughs> Just like for five minutes. Um, yeah, so, so, okay. So then, whatever. So after that, they go to Bespin. Uh, Lando sells them out. Yeah, fucking straight why, sells them out. Why? Why does he sell them out again? Empire went, got to Empire them got there first. They're, so they basically told him it was either give up Han or he's we're coming, we're coming after city. you. Yeah, okay. yeah, or we're taking away everything you've basically fucking which worked your entire life for. Doing. Which I mean, yeah. <laughs> which is why he said, Nah, fuck this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then that kind of like sets up the I guess the third act of the movie. So. Luke obviously hasn't finished all his training with uh, Yoder Man, and uh, he has some kind of vision about like his, you know, his yeah, sister his dying. Getting fucked up, yeah. And which, we find, which is cool because in the uh, expanded universe, we find out that that was actually the Emperor's doing. What the the whole dreams like not the dreams like the hallucination the that he has. No, right. the vision of him seeing his friends in trouble. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so that was to lure him in. Yeah. That's why both Obi-Wan and Yoda knew it was, it was a trap, yeah. It was a trap. But he went anyways. Yeah. Because he, he was off. too naive. Yeah. Okay, so then they end up back on what? But if he didn't, no. They would have gotten away. Everything yeah, everything would have stayed, stayed the exact same. Except he would still have except a Except he would have a hand. Yeah, okay. So then he ends up back on Bespin so he goes to, rescue, to, to rescue. rescue them. Right air quotes to rescue yeah and then that's where they square off uh, vader and luke and luke gets his ass handed to him yeah and and then just just to say when 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 vader when when they're gonna go to dinner uh with with this, this is prior to luke getting there obviously when they're gonna go to dinner right and they're they're just they literally are having a nice pleasant conversation han solo is sitting there thinking like god i'm gonna get some i'm gonna get some ass tonight man this is gonna be great i'm gonna get laid this is gonna be awesome have a nice dinner and then he opens the door and he sees the goddamn dark menace of the galaxy darth vader standing there fucking looking at him going Mwah! and some asshole bounty hunter he knows is trying to fuck with him and what does he do without any hesitation pulls out his pulls blast. out his gun and he fucking starts shooting at him and fucking yeah and that was cool to see Darth Vader fucking just he literally just yeah. straight to flex it with his hand that it was pretty sweet that he absorbed it well yeah he absorbs it and then he just rips the gun out of Hannah Hunt and he's like he's like ah oh. he's funny because Harrison Ford man I, I mean to his credit whether he was doing it on purpose or not but like the look of despair on his face after he he's he's like oh sh-. he goes from being happy to oh shit to I'm gonna kill this dude to then now my gun is gone like. God damn it! Now what? Like, like he's just like fuck. But man, that's like still one of the coolest scenes. Like, 
it, it just in general, I my, just like my, that. One of my favorite scenes, I don't know why, it just makes me happy. This is like a weird Shaden, was it Schadenfraud? Uh-huh. Sh- Schadenfraud? Uh, <laughs> dude, when Vader just starts throwing some fucking rubble at like fucking Luke and he's just like swinging. Yeah. He, he, like, he, I don't even think he knows what the fuck is going on because like, he's just so tired. There's pieces that were going to miss him yeah. and he's still trying to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> like his brain wasn't at full capacity because he's just so exhausted but it, it was just funny him throwing, just throwing rocks at his fucking bitch ass and uh, <laughs> yeah dude uh, this, I mean this is like the, I, I think what many people would consider the pinnacle of the Star Wars series because not only did uh, this movie have the bad guys win, I mean, they got destroyed, dude. Like, Luke oh, yeah. Luke they, ends up losing his hand. A fucking Han ends up a carbonite, carbonite, dude. I mean, fucking Leia becomes a slave, like, yeah. literally. No, that. Well, that's at the end, yeah. But no, she, yeah, because she got away. Her and what's it? Uh, fucking, what's remember, the name? Lando. They had, Lando's that, they had that whole scene where they're all hugging and stuff, and they're, yeah, they're yeah, looking yeah. on to the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's right, at the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she got away. Yeah, fuck, man. And then... Uh, so, okay, I, I got a question. Um, so, I think in the movie, because, you know, like, you know, Luke's, you know, floating butt naked in the fucking... Well, not butt naked, exactly. He's got a diaper on him. He's got a diaper on him. The, the <laughs> fucking the tank. Tanks. So, the tank, all it does is just, like, heal what... It accelerates healing. Yeah, it's like... So, a, then it doesn't, like, you, you wouldn't be able to grow back a hand, grow back a hand or no. anything like no, that. No, no, you can't grow back limbs, but, like, if you're fucked up or you're cut or whatever... It, it just like, heal, it, it just accelerates the yeah. healing process. Okay, mm-hmm. I was just curious about that, because then, eventually, he just gets a mechanical hand. Yeah, the, one, the stuff before it, um... Remember, it fucking... You visit the planet Manon for it, the... It's called Kanto. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was the predecessor to Bacta. To Bacta, yeah. Uh, the the Bacta tank. Yeah, it was. They were called. Um, uh, fuck! I just said the name of it. Canto. Canto. Yeah. The tanks instead. Okay. Um, they were to accelerate healing, but Bacta could actually also stabilize you and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Uh, uh what was I gonna say? It was funny that um, I lost it. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh well. Uh, uh, another side note joke of uh, from the Family Guy Star Wars. Oh, the Han's clothes. Well, well, no, but that's that's not a joke. That was for real, man. Like yeah, he's was wearing, weird. He's that wearing was like weird. like Lando's wearing Han's clothes like at the end of that when he's when he's flying the the ship. Yeah, what, what was the explanation? explanation probably because it, it was probably Han, it was probably Han's spares. I think that's the that is the actual official canon explanation is that like oh he needed to change his clothes and like that's all that was on there was just extra yeah, clothes fair. of Han that's and fair. they're of similar size so they he just fucking put them on, but it's still fucking weird. Yeah, and then but no, like the when Luke gets his hand put back on, and the the doctor at the end of the thing, and he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, hey, uh, he's like, uh, practice with, practice with the hot dog first, or you'll rip your dick off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's That's pretty, pretty funny. Um, so, I think I think one of the things. So now that we kind of give like a brief summary, and yeah. maybe, maybe a little bit extra. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. The robot chicken, they did of that scene after the whole. Shooting Vader, mm-hmm. and like it's literally them having dinner. It's like you know, they're all like awkward and fucking. And he's like, "Oh, by the way, who has two thumbs that blew up Alderaan? This guy. <laughs> like, Are you really using the, the most tragic event of my life as a joke?" Like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. 
He goes, oh, look, it's like Hathorak. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, like when, when, he, when he's doing the thing with, uh, with what's his name, Lando, and he's like, now, oh, yeah. wear this clown hat. <laughs> and he's like, pray I don't alter the deal further. And then he comes back again. And he's like, <laughs> like he keeps yeah, saying he it. Keeps, like, yeah, he keeps doing shit. He keeps adding on more <laughs> shit. And then pray I don't alter it further. And he's like, oh, man. Every time he complains. Keeps, every time he's like the same line, though. This deal keeps getting worse and worse, yeah, and then yeah. Beta would come back and add more to it. He, <laughs> and then finally, he just like, "This deal is perfectly fair, and I am happy with it in every aspect." Yeah, yeah and then uh, nothing. These guys. Wasn't there like an extra sec? I don't know if it was like the episode six or episode five thing where like. It, there was like a weird relationship between Palpatine and Vader, like that they were gay or something, or was that something else? That was probably on Robot Chicken. That was Robot Chicken when um when because they would call each other. Was yeah, it was like it was, <laughs> it was the funniest shit too because he's like the way he answers the phones goes you go for Papa Papa Palpatine. <laughs> he's like yo they blew it like he's yelling at everything. He goes or he goes hey, you better fix this or I swear to God I'm gonna tell everybody how much you cried like a little bitch with Padme or Padamade or whatever her name was. <laughs> and he's like oh god he's oh god he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's like, it's okay, I'm sorry. He's like, okay, good. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, man, those those fucking robot chicken things were fucking awesome, dude. Like, they did a really good job. The Family Guy thing, the Family Guy ones were really yeah. good too. I mean, they he got he got tired of doing that shit though. Who? Seth Farland. Well, it's like, dude, if you committed to making one, you had you to make, do you had to make all three. Yeah, he even made the joke. Well, what about the prequels? I think the Cleveland show is going to handle those. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of Seth MacFarlane, uh, I just got done watching the whole series. Um, he made a sci-fi show called um, The Orville. Orville, yeah. Oh yeah, man, that show's pretty good. Uh, fucking watching and like, I think I, I was going to say this to Josh was, everyone said it was like inspired by Star Trek, and I can I can see that as some. Especially someone that doesn't like Star Trek. Who, I won't say I don't like Star Trek. I just never got into it. Yeah. Um, nah, man. Fuck Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek's great, dude. Yeah. It, listen, it, I'm sure it is, but this is a fucking war, Adam, okay? And you got to pick a side, you motherfucker, okay? Anyways, anyway, um, I can see that, but I feel like the thing that like makes me like it is that I feel... <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but it, I feel like it's inspired by Mass Effect as well. Mm. Like the way the, the way the crew interacts with each other. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, it's, yeah, yeah. No, I, seem, I, I can the, see that. The, I love sci-fi. I like, the thing about me is I love ships, spaceships. <clears throat> I like capital ships going at it. I like fucking frigates fighting. And the Orville has a lot of good scenes like that. But the main driving point for me was always the relationship between the crew. And... Um, I don't know. I always, I always wanted to bring that. I wanted to bring that up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no I, I agree. I, I like that show. Um, um, anyways, I hope they bring up for fourth season, but it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, that sucks. But all right. Anyways, wait. So what were we saying? We were talking about Star Wars. Star Wars, and then we were talking about Star Strikes Back, and then we were talking about. Uh, we finished the summary of of the movies. Yeah. So movie. now we can kind of like dissect the movie for the interesting parts that we take away from it. Uh, so if you guys have any takes on, um, on the movie, one of my greatest takeaways was uh, <laughs> I didn't even notice it until Family Guy brought, uh, mentioned it that the ion cannon was just a booby gun. <laughs> the ion, was a booby gun because the way it was a big giant circle with, and the gun like a, was the, the, the nipple. The yeah. was the nipple. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that and then also uh, Vader. Vader had a lot of fucking classic lines uh, in this. Fucking he movie, did, man. but like, like for me, one of the greatest scenes. Mm-hmm. Which is, 
again, I don't know if okay, because George Lucas took a lot of inspirations from um, Akira Kurosawa. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is part of as a uh, like homage or whatever. Not an homage, but I th- if he doesn't how he got by it. yeah influenced by it. The scene where all the rebels are just they're just waiting. They're just waiting, and you can just barely hear the adats the. And like you can't see him, and like you just see the fucking. I mean, family guy, again, family guy said it best. Fucking snow camels. Yeah, and uh, it, was just the, it was just fucking like the most impractical vehicles you can imagine, but they were the most intimidating thing that I, I, Star Wars has shown at that time. Yeah, I mean, dude, the the battle of what was the battle of Hoth? I guess mm-hmm, you could yeah. call it. Uh, I mean, what a cool setting for like a battle and really unconventional warfare because they're like, oh my god, like how the fuck are we gonna take down an ATAT? And then they have, they're like, oh well, I guess we have these snow speeders and we have tow cables, so we can just try our best to fucking trap, you know, trip up their feet and then hope for the best, shoot at the neck, and you know, maybe that's our best chance. And then I think Luke was somebody that Luke was the only one that was able to bring back. What was what? He was. I wasn't he the only one to take one down. Like he went inside and, and just wiped people. He out, took right? two down. He took two down. He, what what did he do? He threw he threw the a first, grenade. The first one he tied up the legs. Yeah. yeah. And the second one, yeah, he, he went up. Shot it with. Well, after he got after he got shot down, that was when he went up and he shot it with the that grappling gun or whatever. And then he went up there and then he cut it open with his lightsaber and then literally threw a grenade inside and then blew it up from the inside. Blew it up from the inside. For a guy that has no experience with warfare other than. What the battle that he was in three years ago? I mean, mm-hmm. well, we, we don't know the plot. Armor. We don't know what's happened in those three years. That's, that's true. I mean, yeah, he, he might have been. He might have been in. He could have been doing well, 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 a number, yeah, number of skirmishes. If Rogue Squadron was anything to go, he, he at least it definitely improved his piloting skills. Yeah, yeah. And then what's funny too is is we kind of never got to see. Well, we didn't see that that whole ground warfare type thing because basically the previous movie was only it was just space spiders warfare, in space, like yeah. basically guerrilla warfare. Well, we saw guerrilla warfare kind of. I guess that was more in episode six with yeah, the, I, that's the that's more of that. Yeah, no, I mean in episode four, like they were hiding the Death Star, choosing their battles. Yeah, I don't think that was really that though, because that was like that was that wasn't really like that was like them being chased. It was like yeah, no, I get that. Ones, like, that was more of like an espionage type thing. Like this, like this one was like straight like conventional, somewhat fairly conventional combat mm-hmm. against each other, like one force fighting another force Wait, so on what a did, battlefield. What did they carry the AT-ATs in? Was it the Star Destroyers? Not the Star Destroyers, but well, like... Well, we find out in Rebels, the actual ship that they would use, but they never showed it in the movies. Yeah, because I was like, dude, how the fuck do they carry those massive fucking things if... Uh, it's literally a spaceship uh, that was made specifically for it. <laughs> Okay, because I was kind of curious about that, but yeah, that is the one thing that the Empire was like. If they needed something to take something from point A to point B, instead of like just fucking like modifying, no, they just made a whole new ship for it. They were just like, yeah, we're just gonna make a thing that's just for this. Yeah, you know? the I don't. What's the ship called? That's like the Imperial transporter thing. That's like the threefold. Oh, the Lambda shuttle. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that, that carries that carries fucking. It can carry two, two, two adats. They made it. They're smart. That can also carry tie fighters and shit like that. So it can be multi-role, but its main purpose is for the can, the, the adats. Yeah. Um, well, I guess one. I don't know if this is interesting or not, but I always found it interesting that like Yoda. Maybe it's just because he's not invested in the world at that point that he's on uh, fucking Dagobah and he's just being a fucking hermit. That he would not tra- take any interest. 
take any interest in taking a, a student once more? I mean, maybe, and maybe it just is part of the character with like, you know, the, the, the prequel trilogies adding on that like Yoda is like, fuck, we fucked up. And you know, there's no, not to say there's not any point in having a Jedi school of thought or anything or philosophy, but like, I mean, at that point, sorry, let me cut you off, but uh, at that point, do you realize that the Jedi code was a failure? Yeah, I mean, I think they do. I think he did. No, he don't because they still into Luke. I guess that's true. But here's the other thing, though. Like, okay, they literally the the exact thing that brought down the entire whole fucking Jedi Order was training a kid who was past the age of fucking acceptance. And then what does Yoda do? The first fucking chance he gets after that, he trains trains another kid who is that guy's kid. He wasn't. He didn't train. He didn't train Luke. That was Qui Gon Jinn's responsibility. You mean Anakin? No, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like the whole. Thing that brought down the Jedi Order, not that Yoda did it, but I'm just saying the whole thing that brought down the Jedi Order was essentially that. Oh, you're saying they allowed they get because Yoda was on the council and he was part of that opinion to allow him to but the, be trained. To be fair, right? the driving force to not train him was Mace Windu. Right, but what I'm saying is that the whole error of their ways, which was man, Anakin Skywalker was the whole reason, obviously, that the cup brought down. Right, so if they would have never trained this kid. That's funny. If he because he was too old, he didn't. If they would have stuck to the, their principles of what they had, and th- then this would have never happened. But then, obviously, that was the whole reason why this. But led then to it that. would. Be, but then it would be. Um, it, it'd almost be like wasted potential to have somebody like that that is force well, sensitive that though. didn't discover their own abilities. Sure, but that's here's the thing though. If he would have actually been trained by Qui Gon. Sure, again, that might have been different. I think, yeah, he'd probably be, I mean, shit, that, that'd be a great what-if story like, if, they have, if they'd done that. Yeah, man, like the an Emperor alternate needed, universe story. The Emperor needed quite on out of the picture. There's a theory, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet by the comics or anything like that, that he was actually, influ- he was the one that was influencing qui that allowed Darth Maul to defeat him. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever heard that, but... There's a theory cool. they're saying because... Um, because if you ever watch the battle, Qui-Gon is never on the back foot. Every time he's fought Maul, he was never on the back foot except for on Tatooine because that was the first time he ever fought against another lightsaber in that aspect. But in that actual fight between Maul, like he, he was never struggling. As a matter of fact, when he got saved, he goes, he wasn't like, oh, let's do it. Okay, no, he's like, all right, I'm not gonna use this. I think he just fucking, fucking meditates. Right. And they're saying that that's when Palpatine probably, with his Sith magic, was got, able it, to got into his head. Or was able to uh, cloud his judgment. Oh. Uh, which gave Maul the opening he needed. Yeah. Um, and because, because what happens next? The guy, the master he just supposedly defeated, he gets schooled by that guy's apprentice. Yeah. Pretty much fair point. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything to add to that. I don't know, it's just like, for me, I feel like if Qui-Gon would have actually trained Anakin, I think he he would have been what the Jedi were hoping he would be. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe, but well, that's back to my point of what I was originally saying was that, like, basically the whole reason they, the Jedi Order got brought down was because they didn't stick to their their rules, essentially, which they're such sticklers for the rules, but they bent this one, and then now that the Jedi Order has fallen, Yoda, I think that's why he was he was hesitant 
Because it was more. It was more than that, though. Sure, there were uh, many other factors. It was but the constricting nature of the whole Jedi code that kept pushing Anakin away. And, and now, um, what you call this guy that has a channel called um, uh, Cinema Wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a counter to another channel called Cinema Sins, where it says everything bad, bad. about a certain movie. He does everything great, and he the one he was doing about. Episode three, he fucking hit. I feel he hit the nail on the head. Was every time he wasn't again, he wasn't allowed to be with Padme, so he was breaking the rule. Um, he tries to find comfort in Yoda about his wife's eventual death that he saw. Remember in his vision, mm-hmm. and Yoda gives him the cookie cutter answer of let them go and all that stuff, which is yeah, the guy said it. It's great advice. But it does nothing to help a guy who's who's trying to. That's an Anakin's position. Yeah, because he's kind of like practicing a detached, mm-hmm. a detached, um, like a detached response or something. Because he, like, I, I feel like the like the Jedi school of thought is that you're you're almost like a like a monk. You're, yeah. you're, you're you have right. practice personal detachment from like all things so that you're not. Um, you're not swayed by those things, which is, right. Anakin obviously was because that, that was the problem that they were having with him is that he's like, they told him not to have a significant other with Padme and he had it anyways. He did like a lot of things that they were yeah, like, don't the, do it. That's what was the whole <laughs> yeah. point. The, 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 tri- the constrictive nature of the Jedi code was keep pushing him away. Yeah. But it was also Anakin's life because yeah. he was literally raised it. And the guy said it best. That moment when he was standing between uh, Mace Windu and Palpatine, and he was telling him, "No, you cannot just execute him. That's not the Jedi way. Because we have the code. We have to follow the code." And when Mace Windu was like, "No, he's too dangerous to be left alive," and he's like, "Okay," at that point he's like, "You're not following the code." You know, at that point. The code is no longer valuable to him. It's like, if it's not even the Jedi Masters are going to follow it, why should I follow him instead of the guy who can save my wife? Yeah. yeah. The, the, I was going to say real quickly, I've, so I, I still want to get back to the thing I wanted to talk Sorry, about, like Yoda, Yoda, but mm-hmm. like now that you mention it, um, like when I watch that uh, scene or when I think about that scene now, um, you can kind of see the ra- like what you were mentioning the rationale between that Anakin has in that moment because you're thinking like oh well because it, it, it's almost like in a scenario that um, when you arrest somebody they're innocent until proven guilty, guilty right yes so it's like even if Palpatine killed like four fucking dudes four Jedi. Uh, Masters, masters, and a, right? And a, I think one Padawan the, for some reason. Yeah. Okay. So that that's enough of a case for people to believe that this guy is like a problem because nobody's going to be convinced that Mace Windu killed all those fucking people. So if they just left it at that, if Mace Windu was able to handle his own against Shiv and just end it there. Mm-hmm. Or like even if he could just called in help and said like, "Hey, this guy's dangerous. Like, we need to figure out what this like how to handle this situation." Like. That makes sense, but then you know Mace Windu was what you said. He's like, no, this is 
far too dangerous. Like we can't have the dude alive. It's like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, we're supposed to be people that are upholding the law and be like, you know, the, uh, the, uh, what do you call them? The beacons of, of the law or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now you're making an exception for fucking Shiv Palpatine. It's like, the guy's a, the worst possible person to 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 spare in that situation, but you need to keep him alive in that si- specific situation because then you have the situation that arises with uh, with fucking Anakin, dude. He like he's put in a real real fucking pickle mm-hmm. to to defend him because he thinks he's doing the right thing, which I think technically he is because mm-hmm. at that point he was a defenseless man. He was a defenseless man on yeah on the ground. But he was making tech. Yes, he was. Yeah, I would say he was making the right choice, but for a really weird situation. Mm-hmm. See, it, yeah. So, so kind of what you what you said kind of proves my point about Yoda. It just gave me a better context, or not context, but it gave me a. In thinking about what you, what you're saying, it gave me a better way to express my what I'm trying to say. So, what brought down the Jedi Order was hypocrisy. Okay, mm-hmm. the hypocrisy of saying we can't train this boy he's too pat he's past the the rules say he's too past the age right but yet they they broke the rules and did it anyways but then again that then was that was only a new set of you've rules you've got Anakin Scott no that's that's how that's how it was though. No, remember, that's how it had at the, been at the time Kotor was canon yeah sure and- millennia prior yeah sure it was different but what i'm saying is to them, the rules had been and always were that they don't take people past a certain age because, or they take them as babies so that they don't get these attachments, which could lead to the dark side. Blah blah blah, all that stuff, right? Well, in the Apprentice book, so in the Apprentice book, mm-hmm. um, Qui Gon's talking to Obi Wan, and he's talking about the code was changed within the last thirty years. At that point, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like this has been the code for hundreds of years. It had only it had been recently changed. Either way, the the point being, the rules were the rules, right? Mm-hmm. The Jedi are the they follow the rules, they uphold the rules, right? So hypocrisy, them saying, "Oh, we the, the rules say we can't train this boy, but we're gonna bend him, we're gonna do him this way, we're gonna do it this way." Anakin Skywalker, the literal embodiment of their failure, of their hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. He literally breaks every fucking rule that they can, that they have, essentially, almost. Okay, he's got a fucking side hoe. He's got, oh, I mean, he's got a, he's, he's fucking, he's doing all this shit. He's having kids. Breaking all the rules, right? But then, why all of a sudden does Anakin Skywalker want to uphold this fucking rule of, oh, he's a defenseless, innocent man. Well, bitch, you don't give a fuck about the rules, Anakin. Like, you, you don't follow them. So, again, he is the embodiment of the Jedi hypocrisy but, because why would he why does he get to give so much of a fuck about following this one rule I mean granted it's because Palpatine's his friend it's because he get, he has the attachment to him that he's not supposed to have mm. as being a Jedi thus engaging in the hypocrisy of you're, you're following the Jedi code but you're not following the Jedi code at all but of, of all things to I mean I think it's just a, it's interesting that mm. uh, the thing, the things that he gets criticized for for being a Jedi is the stupid arbitrary shit that like oh you can't have a wife and all that shit because mm-hmm. I mean right. who cares about that who, I, fuck, look, who I, I agree with but you. the the one that I would say would really matter is that he wasn't he wasn't going to help taking Palpatine's life with Mace Windu because sure, but then, because like he's still technically okay, like we're saying like he's making the right decision because of the fact right, that okay, he's well, not taking a life without proof that like this guy is the the right person to put away because uh 
You need to connect sure. all the dots okay. on all shit. Potentially. However, let's think about what he did previously in the movie right before that, where he went and killed an entire village of sand people because they had oh, captured yeah. his mom and let her die. Yeah, okay, never mind. And they, then they're, he they're, walks they're, into the room and sees fucking... He walks into that room with fucking Palpatine and fucking Mace Windu or whatever fighting each other or whatever the fuck's going on. And he sees that there's all these dead fucking Jedi around. So how the fuck did he think that happened? Was it fucking... Was it Mace Windu that did that? Not likely. Uh, it was probably... I don't know... The guy well, who's the, the Sith Lord in well, front of him. He didn't go into the. He didn't go into the, into his chamber room. He went in from the entrance straight to where Mace Windu was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, but okay. I'm just saying no, because those four Jedi all died right there. No, they that died in the, the same room. Like, yeah, that was in another room. room. That was another room. No, they were in that room with no. his desk. That Palpatine gets up from his desk. Why do you guys have to be so loud? Goddamn. Well, because we're yeah, he, yelling. No, he's in another room. That's not true. How much you want to bet? I'll bet you money. I'll bet you fucking 20 bucks that they're in the same room. Because that glass panel that's behind him, that's where they have that whole thing, right? That whole exchange, right? 20 bucks that they were in the same fucking room. All right. We got, apparently we got a fucking bet going on about some specific situation with like <laughs> something with, completely stupid oh, that has nothing to do with episode it, five, the Empire no. Strikes Back. But okay, you know what? Well, Who cares? Yeah. Anyways. Uh huh. Okay. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you're under arrest. Okay. Well, what's your point? Are you saying that that's that his desk? That's his desk. That's where yes. he's at. Okay. I am the Senate. Yeah, that's such a great one. Okay. 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 So you're saying that Anakin's in a separate room? This, no, no, he's this saying is, that 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 happened. That interaction. This happened in the di- in a different room from where unlimited power. Yeah, it happened. did happen in a different room. Thank you. It happens in a different room. Yes, it does because there's like a living. There's like a lounge area. Yeah, this is his the office. His office is all red. This that was just his observation room where he could see all the city. Yeah, it's two different rooms, dude. You, that was. What kind, of, what kind of bet was that? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Either way. Okay. Either way, my point still stands. I'm still correct in my point of that Anakin's hypocrisy of... No, but my, my point way, was, my point defend. was he didn't see. Okay, sure. The, so the point about me saying he didn't see those guys all dead, wrong. But, okay, he's okay with going into a village of sand people and fucking brutally murdering men, women, and children, sand people who theoretically had nothing to do with the death of his hey, mother. Yeah, hey, hey, never it's mind. It's their fault. But yet it's one their, guy... It's their fault for living in the country next to the country that attacked our country. Listen, I agree with you 100% on that, but I'm saying in the storyline, okay, Anakin's cares so much about Palpatine, oh, he's an innocent man, we can't let no, this innocent man it's die. it's not about, it's not, it's more selfish than that. It wasn't about his friend. It was about the guy that could potentially save his wife. Of course, that's exactly what it was about. But him using the line of saying, no, he has to live. He has to live because he needs to go to trial and blah, 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 which yeah, yes, because, technically is the right thing to do. Again, but it's because that's the code. And he's trying to again if mace windu a jedi master and on one of the heads of the jedi council guys says that the set is saying that no the order doesn't matter i'll stab you (laughs) it auto levels it it's so there's a well i'm just saying dude like it's it's fucking loud (laughs) i'm gonna stab you (laughs) all right sorry go ahead so if this person Mm -hmm. The head of one of the, let's be honest, the co-head of the Jedi Council is saying, no, the rules don't matter. Why should I care about the rules then? Anakin never cared about the rules. I know, That's my whole point. That, I was saying, at that point, it's been solidified that he shouldn't care. No, it was already solidified when Anakin no, was doing was, all these things of breaking no, the rules. No, if it was, if it was, was solidified, if it was solidified, 
he wouldn't be hiding Padme still. No, his his. Well, of course he had to hide her because he couldn't come out and well, fucking what, say it. Why? What would happen? He's not respect. He, he doesn't give a fuck about the rules, but he doesn't want to get in trouble for breaking the rules. What's going to happen? They're going to kick him out of the order. Oh, fucking big deal for him. Yeah, it's not. It's not like he's going to make the rank of Jedi Master at any point, anyways. Well, I mean, he didn't know that. That's right. He cared about the order. That's why he still wanted to keep things secret so he could still be in the order because he still wanted to be part of it. He was still believed in the Jedi Order. It wasn't until Mace Windu showed him that, no, the Jedi Order doesn't fucking matter. That's what he said. You know what? You don't care. I shouldn't care. No, I don't think that's the reason why he, he saved Palpatine. No, no, that was... The- Pushing point is what I'm saying. No, the pushing point was he needs to. It had nothing to do with him thinking about the order. It was like Adam said, he needed to save Palpatine so that he could get the secrets of fucking. No, that's what I said. said I I was more that he. he, It was a moral issue. Yeah, I was gonna say, but then again, like what you guys said in episode two, with him him killing the Sand People, the guy's no arbiter for fucking morality. (laughs) Like, no, of course not. (laughs) Again, he kept that because. Actually, no, that one actually would have been a crime. He could have gone to prison for that one. <laughs> that was a legitimate war crime. Well, no, no, because it wasn't on the... It wasn't on... Uh, yeah, it's on the outer... Like It was a, it was a hut space, so it wasn't... Yeah, it doesn't count, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So, so it wouldn't be a Republic crime. No, it wouldn't. So again, he'd be kicked out of the order, but... But he wouldn't have... No, 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 yeah, no repercussions for that. No but, jail time. Okay, so I love how the fact that we just talked about episode three... Yeah, yeah. Like, well, anyways. Oh, uh, whatever. Anyways, okay, so, so the, the thing I want to talk about yeah, with fucking Yoda is that... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Um, so... I, I, I don't know if it bothered me... Because, like, now watching with all the movies and everything and all the context that... Uh, with, like, the prequel trilogies and shit... It's like, why wouldn't he be invested in having a, 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 whatever umpteenth Jedi apprentice that he would have with Luke Skywalker? If not simply for the fact to um, right the wrongs that he that happened, that, like with the prequel trilogy. Um, but also, like, this is where, like, pacifism isn't helpful because mm-hmm. he's no longer invested in the world. He's fucked off to Dagobah with no... Very true. He's been there for 18 years. He probably has no idea what's going on. Like, I, I think at the no, very least he, he understands that the Empire is, like, running shit at the moment, right? Um, but he, um, in the expanded universe now that we know, he um, connected with the Force so well that he actually was able to make a permanent... He was one of the few... Entities that was actually able to make a full connection to the um, cosmic force, mm-hmm. so he was actually able to, um, what's the word? Through the force, he was able to see what was going on in the universe. He was actually so he's like omnipresent through the force. Yeah, essentially. Okay, but um, so it wasn't like omnipotent where he can like make what's going happen. on a hot. Right, what's yeah. going on over here? No, it wasn't like that. It was more like okay. Where are the Jedi? Okay, I can sense him. Let me talk to him. Uh-huh. Like, um... So that... It's like he could, um... Telephone people... Well, not telephone, but, like, keep track of people oh, no, he through... Can str- through- he can straight up put people into their own world. Okay. Um, which happened in Rebels, where... He took Ezra and put him in a little... His own little... Dement- he put Ezra, Kanan, and Ahsoka in different dimensions, essentially. Mm-hmm. Twice, I see, and um, was able to talk to was able to talk to Ezra to give him the mentoring he needed. Uh-huh. He was able to put Ahsoka on the right track. 
basically in that he he showed Ahsoka her fear of she had it in her head that Anakin became Dark Vader, but she was just trying to run away from it. Yeah. And he just no. Pushed it on to This is the, this is reality. Learn it. And with Kanan, which was one of the greatest moments in Rebels. He's the blind one, right? Uh no. Kanan is the uh He's the, the Freddie Prince Jr. one. The one the, <laughs> the Freddie Prince Jr. okay. Um because he was the one training Ezra. Yeah. But he left. He When Order 66 happened, he was a Padawan. Hmm. So he never truly, you know, went up the ranks. So it's weird for him to have a master, to have a student. So he's literally fighting a temple guard. Who we later find out is the Grand Inquisitor. But um, he's fighting him. Again, this is all Yoda's doing. Because they were in a temple in the middle of nowhere. And they were fighting in the temple room. On, on Coruscant and they were fighting 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 and then cause he was trying to tell him you know you're gonna fail Ezra he's gonna turn to the dark side and he's gonna become a threat I have to go kill him um and he's like no I have to do this this and he goes you're weak you're not gonna be able to teach him shit and he's like you're right all I can do is train him the best I can and so he's like he's he beat him to the ground so he's on his knees and he goes yep that's all I can do and he's about to strike him and he's just by the right of the council, and like he gave him his night trial, mm. and it was fucking one of the coolest moments in Rebels, where he made him into a Jedi Knight, and then he also gave um, Ezra his crystal, which would become his lightsaber for his lightsaber. Okay. So let's say through his connection to the Cosmic Force, he's not blind to the universe. He's yeah there, but he's just he knows his role is no longer there. Yeah, well, well, anyways, like I guess the point I was trying to make is that it, it, it's an interesting choice to choose to be a pacifist at this specific time when it, 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 it had to be so critical for him to get involved. Hey, he wasn't a pacifist. He was throwing hands with R2-D2. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, it's just for him not to want to be involved or to not train another student. It's like, dude, why wouldn't you want to fucking do because it? Because the last time he allowed it... Yes, the entire fucking universe. Ended. Yes, but but if they're if he didn't help Luke Skywalker, then what chance did they have to continue life okay. anyways? Because then they would come for every Which fucking is, planet. Because there was another Skywalker. There was another. No, no there is another. another. That's why he's like, he's like, fuck this dude. Let's find the other one. Let's, let's get find, the other one. Let's find here. the other, potentially think, someone that's not quite as uh, rambunctious as this piece of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly... Um, remember the... Uh, sorry. Remember the episode yeah. of South Park where Mr. Hanky dies? Oh, yeah. He's like, Kaya, Kaya, come closer. What is it with Hanky? Closer. Closer. <laughs> he goes, what is it? There is another Skywalker. Hey. <laughs> this had nothing to do with the whole episode. It was just fucking great. All right, so... Uh, there, so there, there is another Skywalker that, that yeah, or there, I mean, there is another. It's re- referring to what Leia. Leia, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if, I mean, if there was the one a, with her, there was actually a really cool theory where, um, again, because you know how George Lucas likes to play with lights and colors. Yes, they were saying that as he was taking off, um, was it there? Uh, there goes our last hope, and it's uh, Obi Wan's covered in red from the thrusters of the uh, the X wing, and then when Anna, when Obi Wan uh, um, Yoda says no. There is another, and it's it goes from red to slowly going to blue. 
Uh, people were saying, yeah, it could be Leia, but they were saying that he could also be talking about Anakin. Yeah, that was the other mm-hmm. person I would have said, too, because yeah. it's like there's still a chance that Vader, there's there's still some Anakin in there, and if there was any true. hope. If there was any, any and, hope. And we find out, yeah. yeah. It's true, yeah. That's true, that is true. Because at, at the end of the day, Anakin defeated the Emperor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what fucking chance Luke actually had against. Uh, he wouldn't have. Yeah, none. Zero. And, and then, even if both of them would have teamed up, they probably would have lost against Palpatine. Yeah. So, so did Vader ever... I don't... Like, I didn't check out the uh, comic books and shit, but did Vader... Was he ever able to use Force Lightning? No. The suit wouldn't allow him. The suit wouldn't allow him? Um, the suit kind of, like, inhibited the, yeah. him. The suit was designed pressing. to keep him in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've heard that, yeah. So his suit is actually designed that if he gets hit by lightning, it, it's like, triples it. Like, oh, I see. Palpatine designed it so he can keep Vader in line. Yeah, because, I mean... What's the ultimate goal of every Sith apprentice? Is to become the master. Yeah, so he just never let him supersede him at any point because remember the suit would the never suit, let this. vader live up to his true like actual power and then it always kept he made the suit so it's always itching him it always kept yeah. him in constant pain <laughs> so fucked up. He's, he can never sleep he can never relax and it made his connection to the dark side that much stronger i was gonna say like wouldn't that be contradictory to no, what like his can yeah because his connection to the dark side would be stronger but physically, he was... He couldn't He couldn't overpower. He was stronger. He was physically strong as Vader with the robotics. Yeah. But he was slower. And again, he had that crutch where... He goes, uh, bah, you're done. Which yeah. He goes, I don't even need a limited power. Just... Yeah. She needs a couple double-A batteries. Remember, remember when he picked up Palpatine and the lightning was hitting him and it, you can literally see a skeleton? Yeah. So the suit was designed for that purpose because... Remember... It was the same technology to use for Grievous. So at that, even when he got it brand new in Episode Three, it was already outdated technology. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what else? What else do you guys have to add about Episode Five? Uh, let's see. I uh, again, uh, the Vader lines um, were great. Episode, episode Four gave me the X-wing. Episode Five gave me the fucking snow speeder. I mm. fucking love that thing. Yeah. I I don't. <sighs> It, it looks like a fucking, uh, what does it look like? You know what it looks like? It reminds me of those fucking flying squirrels when they, like, fully extend <laughs> Oh, the sugar like, gliders? Yeah, the sugar gliders. It's gray. It's, like, kind of block. It's, like, flat. Like it's hey, just, remember, they're small. They're about the size of this table. Yeah, I, I never, I mean, the battle itself is cool, but the ship, the snow speeders, I, I, I love it, I, I don't like it. I fucking love that shit. They're all right. I mean, I don't hate them. I don't. I, they're not my favorite ship, but they're I, they're definitely not the one that hate the, the the least my least favorite ship. So, you know, I mean, they're they're pretty cool. Um, what else? The uh, oh, Vader. One of the scenes that I like, or it's, I guess it's a series of scenes, is when he's killing everybody. Like that that pisses him off. Like oh, fucking. Uh, Admiral Admiral Ozzel came out of light speed too fucking fast. What an asshole! Ah, uh, General fucking so so uh, didn't get, didn't get the jump on these guys. What an asshole! Let's kill him. And then, <laughs> and then fucking uh, it's like that one dude. Uh, well, he's Captain Piet. Yeah. He's Captain Piet, and then he fucking tells him he's he like turns around. And he's like. Like he's he's talking to him on one screen while the Vader, guy is choking to death, and then Vader turns around and talks no, no, no. to the was, other guy. No, he was next to the guy that he was choking out because he was on the ship. Remember? Because remember, he called him. He yeah, goes, yeah. Oh yes, Vader. And then he goes, Captain. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, uh, don't fail me again, 
Admiral Piet, and then he's just like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm like, fucking he's dead. Like, Literally, he's, he's, like, yeah. he's looking at his predecessor choking to death. All right, so one one, I I can't remember if this is in episode six or five, but there is a portion where, uh, I, I don't know what the fuck this is like. I don't know if this is Vader's like resting pod or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's a point in the they movie the where, they, where they where they where they walk in. And he has his helmet off. And that was kind of like a cool scene because it's like, you know, for all the mystique of uh, Darth Vader, you get to see him in his private quarters um, without his helmet. And you're like, oh, shit. Well, this is a human being, even though this guy's intimidating as fuck. He's choking out people and he's, you know, fucking people up and getting killed or whatever. And then they're all chilling in. Well, he's chilling in his quarters or whatever. And. I think you just see like the helmet descending and mm-hmm. then uh yeah i don't know i, I always like that moment because it's uh yeah and then you uh, got i, I mean em- empire empire had like those those classic line like some of the most recognizable or iconic mainstream line like lines i guess like okay if you go to do or do not there is no try i mean that's everybody <laughs> knows that i just want to show you guys a scene Oh, go on. I gotta Anyways, find it. Um, and then, okay, uh, when, when Han Solo's about, I mean, one of the most fucking badass fucking lines on the planet. Han Solo is literally about to get fucking frozen in carbonite. And fucking literally this this lady that he is is like the fucking oh, his 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 fucking his girlfriend flight whatever you want to call her, she literally finally for the first time tells him I love you and then his response is he looks at her and he says I, I know. know and then he just fucking gets thrown in the car that is the most <laughs> badass fucking thing I've ever seen like that, that's that's there's nothing that's what baller uh, I think fucking family did it better where she's like I love you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. This is from uh, uh, Team Four Stars' uh, uh, Super Android 13 movie. Mm. Uh. Mighty kind to you, Doctor. For crying out loud, we just finished patching that. Dog, you can't fix what ain't broke. Now, where's my trucker hat? <laughs> That's really It's like that scene in fucking, you know. When the helmet comes out, yeah, 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 yeah. That's really funny. But uh, yeah, I would say. I guess one thing is that little part of the Imperial March that done, done, mm. people call the Vader Twain. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that. that is the. Uh, Iconic Vader music. Um, what else? What other what other good good lines are there in that? Um, fuck at the end. Things coming down. I, I I keep looking at it. I think the wire was pushing it down. Uh-oh. Oh, um, I don't know. I really like that scene where uh, fucking Han. What the the five seconds that he holds? What does he use the lightsaber to cut up a tauntaun? Oh yeah, yeah. and shove. He spent, he spent more time struggling breathing. Yeah. He thought they smelled bad. Then it took him to put Luke in there. Yeah, dude. So I mean, he does. He just straight shoves him inside. He's that like, get it, right? get in there. You're, you're fucking die or otherwise you, from hypothermia. You, you live in this tent. I'm gonna go sleep in the comfortable yeah, tent. Yeah, I'm gonna go sleep in the heated fucking tent that smells great. Like, was that really necessary? <laughs> no. In reality, he put it in there to keep him warm while and he to, set up the tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was why. Because I mean, if he he could, if he, he just let him out, he would have died. Yeah, yeah, he probably would have died if he just left him out. But yeah, that was that was a funny a funny line. Um, 
I mean, C-3PO gets fucking taken apart and again. put into pieces, you know, yeah, again. I don't uh, think he's ever whole in a movie, except for episode four. No? Did he get shot? Episode six, what happens in episode six? Is he still not whole? Because doesn't he, doesn't uh, he never, doesn't Chewbacca like carry him as a backpack for that was, on, that was on five that was an Empire Strikes Back after he's he gets disassembled or whatever and then he has him in in pieces on his his like torso and his head are still attached. Okay, so one question I have is that so what was the reason behind Han Solo being put in carbonite other than maybe to be a trophy for to test out. So it was to test it, so to make sure that you could, you wouldn't die, because no one had ever they'd never frozen anybody intentionally in carbonite before, so they didn't uh, know. Which was one of the mistakes that Luke's has made, because remember in Clone Wars they did it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, whatever. It's not it ain't perfect, but yeah. So. But they're saying that that's where he got the idea. That's from. yeah. So then, anyways, so Vader wanted to be like, oh yeah, we need to make sure this ain't gonna kill him because I need to bring him to the Emperor alive, and so, or to bring Luke to the Emperor alive. So he said, fuck it, Boba Fett. Boba Fett tracked him there, so it's the whole reason he did that was to get the bounty on for Jabba the Hutt. He, well, he, he got, got paid, he by, got the paid by the Empire. And my big job. Yeah. He double dipped. Wow. Yeah, man. Double oh, fucking Boba dude, Fett. Bo- baller, yeah, dude, bro. respect the hustle. Yeah, man. Yeah, I dude. Mean, holy shit. The Boba Fett, the ultimate businessman, dude. Yeah, man. He he really is, if your, you think about that. Your dad's head gets chopped off and you turn into the ultimate business businessman. At that point, he he became the ultimate Jedi hunter, too. I mean, Even really, more, more than yeah. the Inquisitors. I mean, literally, he's literally working. He has government contracts and he's working for the criminal organizations. Like, he's like I mean, working for the mafia. I mean, they're technically the, the government. government where they're from. <laughs> I guess that's true. So he's got he's got government contracts all two different governments, two different governments, opposing governments essentially. I mean, that's you know, he's a beast So is that like some of the reason why people? um, Is that why some of the reason that people were shitting on uh, Book of Boba Fett was the fact that he like kind of had a face moment, uh, like after the fact that he did all these things, and it's like, oh, now I'm gonna be. what is it like the sheriff of the town for like whatever part of Tatooine that he runs it was uh it was a Mos Espa it was uh fuck the what the city he was the, oh Mos uh, was it Mos Eisley wasn't it Mos Eisley it was something Mos like Espa, that yeah, it was yeah, something it was like it yeah. cause it was like the other two hut hut the other two huts like the nephews and nieces yeah and, yeah well no he ran Tatooine it's just that that city was his base of operation wait so yeah, he, he took he, the whole planet from them yeah. like oh shit so if you I thought it was like, I thought it was warlords that were like nobody controlled Tatooine. It was just warlords. Before so, it was Jabba, then it became that his apprentice, his apprentice, his uh, it's like niece's nephew or no, no, his second command. Right. Wait, so Jabba the Hutt runs Tatooine in no, its entirety. No, Jabba yeah, the Hutt yeah. ran was one yeah. of the one of the Hutties that ran the entire like Hutt outer space. rim. No, Hut space, which was a good portion of the outer rim. Um, but yeah, they were. Each um, warlord, I guess you can call him, or each hut lives on a planet that they call their own. And but they all, as a council, ran hut space. I see. So it was like a like kind of like a mafia. So it's kind of like, yeah. Well, they were like a government essentially. They were like the empire, but for like a smaller number of. So it was like planets. a narc, like a narco. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nar- narco syndicate kind of deal. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So the the two nephews were trying to take over. Jabba's territory, mm-hmm. but they couldn't because uh, what's his name, the Twi'lek dude that took over for Jabba is a second. Oh yeah, Bib Fortuna. He was. Th- is he that was, the purple dude? No, he's no. got those like the white ones. The white. The white one. Like, white one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. Luke kept tricking him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, 
they couldn't take it from him because he was answering to the syndicate. Mm. To the Pikes, I mean. Mm. Which were the part of the syndicate. Which were the ones that were going to take over for the Huts. Yeah. So... When Boba Fett took him out and was fighting against the Pikes, he was like, they were like, hey, fuck it. We can take it now. We have a claim. Yeah. But then when the Pikes said, nope, we're coming back, they're like, that's when they were like, no. Yeah, all right. But yeah, he was running Tatooine. Um, because remember, that's. He was in Mos Espa. Remember, we had to go deal with the fucking British bike gang? That was another city. It mm. wasn't Mos Espa, it was another city. Yeah. I think it was Mos Eisler that he went to over there as like. Hey, don't steal water, whatever. Just come work for me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know what the hate was for Boba. Yeah, I I didn't get that either. Like, I get it because it was he wasn't Donnie Hunter Boba Fett. This is holy Oops. shit! I survived the Sarlacc pit. Reformed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then he lived with the fucking sand people and learned about their ways, and you know that kind of was what gave him that sense of, I guess, morality that he probably really didn't have before. Is his morality he, was, it was based his on first who was the highest sense, bitter? His first true sense of brotherhood. Yeah, because he never had that after his dad died. Because like, the bounty hunters that trained him, that trained him, like Cad, Blaine, Cad Bane, that one chick. Yeah, they were all a group, but they weren't. They were mercenaries. They're mercenaries. Like they, yeah. they weren't. They weren't loyal to anybody. They had no loyalty. He didn't. He didn't learn about that until he got, did that. And then he learned, like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't be such an asshole. Like when I, you know, am doing stuff. And then you know, hey, we'll see where they uh, end up going with that. I guess. Is that going to end? No, they just announced that they're not renewing it. That's cool because uh, I don't think there's a reason to to begin with. Not to say they shouldn't have been. He should have been in the final for Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, he should at least be. He should, I don't think he. Should, I don't think he needs. He should have been there for the battle season of for the show. Mandalorian. He should have been there. Yeah, I, th- I felt like that would have been a put. And, and what's, now, his na- what's his name? What's he was saying? Like, yeah, he was waiting by the phone. Damn, nobody called him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So real quickly, like the Mandalorian, the show, the last season. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't like. Okay, just real quickly because I yeah, feel yeah. like we're we're getting towards the end. Yeah, we are. But like, um, <laughs> so at the end of the season, they were talking about like the the forge or whatever, and uh, I think they eventually like baptized some kid that um, they were like waiting to baptize or whatever they're gonna fucking do with their rituals from well, the beginning right. of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like. I kind of wanted to, because the they built up this thing with the lore for as far as like Mandalore, mm-hmm. um, the beast that's part of their insignia. The oh, the yeah, the Mythosaur. Because you're, you're supposed to kill it, right, in order to be like a you no. have to, like tame it. You have to like ride it. No, it was right in the old days, the old old fucking back when Mandalore was the first one. Uh, it was to tame it and ride them, but oh, now you just have to see one, right? Isn't that no, there's. There hasn't one. One hasn't been seen in millennia. Well, that's why she said, like, "Oh, that's all. That's all you need, Bo-Katan, to know that you're the leader is because, like, oh, you just saw one. That's it." Like, yeah, because I'm like, oh, they didn't do anything with that. Like, I thought because I really wanted to see what the creature looked like, like other than like my, the my, shape. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I like I. What I thought was gonna happen was because the claim to Mandalore was the dark saber. And when I saw her, when she saw the mythosaur, I thought the whole. I thought what was gonna happen was she was gonna tame it. Because that was going to override the fucking Darksaber. There's, oh, yeah. And I think that was how she was going to take back Mandalore. Yeah, I, I definitely thought, like, because, uh, you know, Boba Fett goes underwater and he's, like, drowning or whatever. And then they tease the that beast, the Mythosaur, or whatever. And I'm thinking, like, oh, they're going to they're gonna have 
Bo-Katan like fight the thing underwater or whatever. They didn't. They didn't do that. I'm like, ah, they just left it hanging there with her just looking at its eye or some bullshit. I mean, it kind of think, think of it like this. It's it's as if America has fallen, and you find the last bald eagle. Yeah, and it's it was more of a it's like, like symbolic. Symbolic. You know? You're like, yeah. They. The bald eagle's back. America's back. Yeah. That's what it was. It was like, the mythosaur's back. The Mandalorians are back. Yeah, there's at least one, so we, we still exist, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, I get it. I don't 100% agree with it. I agree it should have been a bigger part of the plot line, but yeah. who knows? It might it might be a, be a bigger plot in the movie, but we'll see. They're making a movie? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's all about... It's going to be the whole uh, Mandalverse. Is it really? So it's going to be Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka... Um, well, what, what, like, what are they doing with her? What's her kind she of? She has her series. Her show's out. coming out in August. So yeah, but what I mean, is it about? Like, what is uh, from the looks of it, they're hunting down the Thrawn. Which, oh, I see. Which is gonna be fucking sweet. I mean, it's basically Star Wars Rebels live action for the most part. Dude, like, I remember watching that trailer, and they sh- when they finally announced that they're bring they're bringing Thrawn into the canon. Mm. I lost my shit. I'm like, oh, I gotta show this to Josh. I gotta show this to Josh. Wait, so oh, yeah. hold up. Like, last this last thing. Yeah. Uh, so for Thrawn, because I know I'm familiar with the character and that he's like a master strategist and everything battles and shit. But where where does like he fall in the canon? Is he after the fact of like the Empire or is he technically? Is, technically wasn't he wasn't he after? Um, depends which canon, the old canon or the new canon. The old canon, like he the was. Old can- no, he was been. He was part of the Empire for a very long time, right. but he yeah. was. So the whole thing was the reason in the old canon, the Empire, the reason the Death Stars were built was in preparation of the Yu Song Vong invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Chiss, which is what Thrawn is, mm. are. <laughs> There's just one planet, and their military is an equal parts of the Empire, mm. if not greater. But Thrawn realized neither one of us is going to be able to survive the invasion, so both need to do it. So he joins the Empire, and uh, Palpatine sends him to the Far Rim to start doing uh, God's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then all of the movies happen. And... Um, he comes back to find that the Empire's been destroyed. He picks up the remnants, rebuilds it, and literally brings the New Republic to its fucking knees. Okay, so then what, at what point is is he jumping in for this this specific uh, movie? Well, everything that's happened... Uh, for Ahsoka, it looks like it's going to happen around the same time as Mandalorian, so... Was it how, I don't know, after how episode six? Yeah, so it's before the sequel well, series, but yeah. after yeah, it's it's in between OG. six and seven. Yeah. So just like okay, that's remember they say in in the Mandalorian that last season or whatever they literally say like Thrawn or whatever they're talking about him as mm-hmm. as he's coming back like but they're like oh nobody knows like who the fuck he is so like shouldn't we be out here like you know blowing shit up and like doing all kinds of shit and but that's not how Thrawn rolls so that's why they're all like being told they need to fucking just take it down and just remain hidden until like whenever the right time that he deems is going to be the time for yeah. him to come so to this, which I'm sure in this Soga series that's obviously when it's going to happen so this is going to like escalate to the point like this isn't going to end up being um, global or not like universal threat um, like the way it is in, in the old canon in well, the no, old can- I mean like a galactic Galactic warfare, well, like in, in episode seven, but like it, it's going to be large enough that like 
Thrawn is going to be a threat to the to the, to the New Republic. Who knows? But like I said, in the old canon, he was a galactic threat. He rebuilt oh, yeah. the Empire and fucking... He was about to defeat the, the New Republic. Mm-hmm. Whatever the... I think we were just calling it the Republic in the old canon. Mm-hmm. And um, it just... He made one mistake and it fucking bit him in the ass. Yeah. He killed this one species and kept one guy because he was really fucking good. He was a good guard. He was a good bounty hunter. So he kept him but didn't tell him that he he kept it for him that he wiped out his species. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the movie he found out and, execute, and killed him. I see. Because Thrawn was just he's great in Rebels and the way he is now but in the old book he was way fucking smarter. Like, like, and ruthless too. Mm. I mean that's the thing he was he was ruthless out of necessity not out of pleasure. Mm. Like he wiped out that species because he had to not because he wanted to. And, and even if it was the hard way, he would try to avoid being ruthless because if it doesn't serve a purpose, it's not. There's no reason. But if it serves a purpose, he'll fucking genocide people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. he um, he found this. Once he learned that about Luke, the first thing he did was try to find countermeasures. He fucking. He did it. it well, he did it in a month trying to study Luke. He created better countermeasures than the Mandalorians did fighting wars against the Jedi. Mm. He found the species. I think he even wiped out the species to make sure he had the last one. And he kept it around him at all times. And this thing nullified the force. Mm. So if you try to force push him, it just disappears because this thing's abilities. Yeah. And then he wore armor that could block out the lightsabers. And like, he just. So he just like thought of everything. Everything. Yeah. And, like, the way he did it was the best part, too. He studied culture. Mm. So when he looks at a species, he studies their artwork. He says their art tells you more about people than anything else can tell you about them. And, like, they brought it was such a great thing that even in Rebels, they brought that into it. Because, mm. uh, what's her name? Sabine, is, she always likes to paint murals and stuff. And everybody's like, oh, that's a cute thing. See? Oh, it's funny. Like a little metal finger. I'm beating you guys. I'm still going to paint something on your wall while I'm beating you. Fucking Thrawn looks at every single piece. Oh, and fucking figures the whole crew out just by... Yeah, man. Just by looking at those mirrors that she thought was... Oh, her being cute. No, bitch. You just fucking made a big weakness. Hmm. And he was able to understand them. And then... (laughs) It's funny. Like, uh, he was studying the... What is the... The Twi'leks, right? That's what. Yeah, uh, Twi'leks. Yeah. He was studying their art, and one of his like emperor, uh, one of the Empire guys, like, oh, why even waste your time on this rubbish? And like, he just fucking throws. He fucking grabs and was about to beat the shit out of him. And I'm like, yeah, he. Res- that's how much he respects other people's cultures. Mm. But he does not. He goes, hey, I respect your culture, and I'm gonna preserve your culture, but I don't give a shit about your people. <laughs> Damn, that's a uh, shit, dude. I've never actually seen Rebels, but the way you describe, I mean, I'm sure he's better in the books, but now that it's not canon, it probably doesn't. Well, they, they made three books, new books about him that oh, are okay. canon, and it's the same writer who made the original books. Yeah, and those those are pretty fucking good, man. Those are, mm-hmm. those are, you should check them out if you get a chance. Shit, I'll have to, because I'm like, dude, I, 
I mean, you I've read about him in like the Wikipedia pages and shit. Yeah, but, yeah. but like like I said, that was probably like ten years ago. So mm-hmm. whatever whatever stood back then probably doesn't stand now. Most likely no, because like I said, I don't know everything about Thrawn. I just know what I like. Yeah, <laughs> about him. True. All right, so Heir uh, to the Throne was probably one of the best books Star Wars come out. Heir to the Throne. Yeah, that's the original Thrawn yeah, yeah. books. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, uh, I know we fucked off and just decided <laughs> yeah. not to do Empire Strikes. <laughs> well, Which, we did. We I mean, did about fifty percent Empire Strikes back, and then I mean, we went on at this topic. point, it should become. It's pretty much I mean, how we are. So I, is, I feel yeah. like yeah. So I feel like uh, every episode is just gonna be fifty percent. Yeah, there's a there's the a topic. proper thing, and then, and the then bleeds and then into other. We're shit. gonna yeah, want, we're gonna go on tangents, and that's just what's gonna I happen. I wanted to make a minor joke, but I couldn't form it. But oh yeah, it's thirty percent luck. It's thirty percent Empire Strikes Back, twenty percent of other other, other shit, fifteen uh, percent Mandalorian, and one hundred percent of one hundred percent pain. <laughs> So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode three, and we'll see you back on the next one, which will be uh, partly about fucking Return of the Jedi, and then uh, who knows what the other parts of the episodes will, will turn into. It's a mystery. Tune in to find out. Mystery topic. Yeah. All right. So, we'll see you next time. Tune in. That was the Game Rage Star Wars podcast. Don't forget, like and subscribe on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. Also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. In addition to the actual website of www.gameragemagazine.com. Check it out for a host of all of our other podcasts and everything else that we do to be determined later. Thanks for listening.